Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All right, I want to welcome everyone joining us from home tonight. Wherever you're logging in from, I want to welcome you very, very specially. And uh, if you're grateful to God for that testimony, uh, I want you to put your hands together one more time. Let's celebrate Jesus tonight. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. So for everyone joining us from home, I wanted to put distractions away from you. I hope you enjoyed the powerful time of worship and praise. Please put distractions away from you. Get ready for an encounter with the Word of God tonight and with God's presence that is here. The same presence here is with you at home, at work, in the car, wherever you may be joining this service from. Tonight is about prayer and communion. It's the first midweek event of the month of August. I'm going to dedicate some time just praying and seeking God's face tonight. And before we get into prayer, I'm going to share, you know, a bit. And then we're going to get into prayer. I'm going to partake of the communion together. So if you're joining from home, I also want to encourage you to get some communion materials, uh, biscuits, wafers, bread, and any kind of drink. As we pray over it, uh, we're, we're, we're going to trust God that as we partake of the communion with us tonight, that God's divine presence will overshadow you like never before, uh, that God's healing power will flow to you. And wherever you need the peace of God, whether, whether it is joy that you need to be rekindled in your heart, that you're going to have an encounter with God, the God of all spirit, Father of all flesh, the maker of the hands of the universe, and the one who is, who is able to, to rebuild the broken bridges of human lives. You're going to have an encounter with that God tonight in the precious name of Jesus Christ. And everyone says, Amen. All right, so it looks like I've been speaking more to people at home than you, but I hope you're ready to partake of God's word tonight, and I hope you're ready to pray, because I'm going to be drawing energy from you as well as we pray in this place tonight. Praise God. I said praise God. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into the word of God tonight. I want to share with us, and my sharing this evening is going to be twofold, twofold. One is to bring us back to the realization of who we are in Christ and how God sees us and how we should see ourselves. And then we're going to be speaking to things that paint us to ourselves in a different light or the things that make us feel less than who we are in Christ. Can you help me look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I'm a, I'm a vessel of honor? Or look at somebody else and say, I'm a vessel of honor. Praise God. I said, praise God. 2 Timothy chapter 2, and I'll read verse 20 and 21. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20 and 21. Glory be to Jesus. The Bible says in the New King James Version, it said, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay and some for honor, and some for dishonor, verse 21 uh, uh, says, Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from, this, from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Let's hear a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this time of sharing tonight. As we share, we ask, Father, that you illuminate our heart. Holy Spirit, we yield this moment to you as your moment for revelation knowledge to flow freely, unhindered, uninterrupted by any demonic or satanic force. We ask, Father, uh, that you invade 
our heart and invade everywhere where people are gathered together uh, to worship and to, to partake of your word tonight. We ask, Father, as we pray, let the spirit of grace and supplication be released upon everyone. Uh, let the heavens open over us. Holy Spirit, help our infirmity in the place of prayer tonight. In Jesus' precious name. And all who believe, say, believe in. Amen. Amen. All right. The Bible says here in, in 2 Timothy 2, verse 20, down to uh, 21 that we, we, we read. It says, in a great house, there are many vessels, all kinds of vessels. Some unto honor, some unto dishonor. Some like silver and gold and some, you know, made of wood and all that. It just points to the fact that God regards you and I as vessels. As we go into the month of August, our emphasis as a church is, is so winning. Uh, the, 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 uh, the message series that is starting on Sunday is titled Unashamed. We are reminding ourselves again of the fact that there's a purpose, there's a reason for which we are created. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you to understand as much as money is good, and we're going to speak more about that on Sunday, as much as money is good and all that, the reason why I've been created is not money. Are you still with me tonight? Yeah, the reason why I've been created is not money. The reason why I exist is not to own a car. The reason why I exist is not to marry. The reason why I exist is to bring glory to God and fulfill his purpose for my life. Because things are created for the fulfillment of purpose, not just for their own pleasure, not just for their own goodness. The goodness is a good part of the pack package. So when I get married, I feel loved. I enjoy a loving relationship. I enjoy companionship, you know, and all that. That's good. But that is not my purpose. That's an enabler for my purpose. Because when God looked at the first man he created, he said, it's not good a man should be alone. He said, I will make him a helper. You know, anything that, anywhere you see the word help is enablement. Helping you to do something that you have been created to do. Money is also an enabler. Are you still with me tonight? Money is also an enabler. The Bible says uh, that money is a defense. Money is an enabler. Money gives opportunity, uh, you know, uh, or capacity to, to achieve certain things or to do certain things. But money is not an end in itself. It's a means to an end. The real end for my life is that I, I, I bring glory to God. I fulfill the purpose of God or the purposes of God for my life. And that's why the Bible is saying here that when God looks at us, when he looks at you and I, what he sees are vessels. Vessels. And he says some to honor, some to dishonor. But one thing is, is certain that in verse 21 it says, Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, yeah, he said it will be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and useful for the master. Prepared for every good work. It means that there can be a change of use. Are you following me tonight? Yeah, you know, in my little understanding of landed properties, for instance, as a pastor uh, for many years now, a pastor in this city of Lagos now for well over 20 years. And in my sojourn as a pastor, uh, one of the things that will be very prominent is uh, properties, you know, whether auditorium or landed property, or, you know, just properties for the church. 
And from back in my former pastorate at Desta, I was involved, I was always on committees for property acquisition, property development, and all that because I have a background in engineering. So um, when you get a property, a piece of property, the first thing is that we, we, if, you, if you don't want to run foul of any law or anything, is that you want to find out what use has this property been designated for. So there are properties around the city that have been designated as commercial. Some have been designated as residential. Some are mixed use. And some are designated for agriculture as you go into the suburbs. Like when you get to Ibeduleki and the west side of Lagos, you'll see properties that are purely designated by government for agriculture. If you buy that kind of property, and that's where you want to build your first house, <laughs> you see that government agents will come and come and mark it because that property is not designated for that purpose. Now, there's something that government, in the government policies, they also have something that they put in it that is called change of use, permission for change of use. So you can actually write the government, maybe through an agent or through a lawyer or something or a solicitor, and ask for permission to change the use if the property is such that the government can permit you to change the use. So if you, if you bought a property that was a commercial property and you want to build a residential apartment there, then you ask for a change of use before you commence the building. And then you get that change of use permission, then that property that's supposed to be a commercial development or only strictly for commercial development can now become a property where you can build a residential apartment. Are you following me? In this passage of the scripture, when I, you know, just reading and meditating through this passage, I see that there's an opportunity for change of use. So if somebody has been adjudged to be someone that cannot be used for certain things, that can maybe not be used of God, or cannot be used for things of honor and all that, when you read this scripture uh, from verse 20, it said, but in the great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor if you want to understand what I'm saying very well. Uh, when you get into a home, for instance, you have some plates, China ware, that they keep for special occasion uh, when daddy's friends are around or daddy's mentor is visiting. This is what we bring out. When daddy's benefactor is, vi is visiting, this is the kind of plate that, but if, uh, you know, uh, without sounding condescending, but if, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't want to get into trouble. But what was on my mind <laughs> was if just any stranger, anybody, anyone that cannot be trusted, uh, you know, just walks in and they're looking for something to give the person food. Yeah. Or let me, let me even get to the barest minimum. I used to have a dog back in the day. I don't use the plate that we used to eat in the house to give my dog food. Yeah. You know when you just get a dog, you may not have all the apparatus that you need, all the things. So you look for one plate that maybe nobody's using again. It doesn't mean it has to be dirty so that you don't practice cruelty to animal. <laughs> but it's not the kind of plate that you are reserving for special guests that you use to give your puppy food. Am I saying the truth? I know some people contest it, especially people who are not living in a climb, but I'm talking about <laughs> Praise God. I said praise God. But I need you, I, I hope you are getting what I'm saying tonight. That 
there are all kinds of vessels. When you look at yourself from time to time, you need to ask yourself a question. How am I portraying myself? Am I a vessel unto honor or a vessel unto dishonor? When God is looking for someone to represent him in a very crucial assignment, crucial situation, a life is at stake, a destiny is at stake, will he send me? Are you still here today? When God is looking for someone to send, like he sent Joseph ahead to Egypt, knowing that there will be seven years of famine and seven years of plenty, and the, I mean, the seven years of famine will come after the seven years of plenty, and it's going to affect the old world, of, of, uh, the, the then old world, and there has to be somebody who will steward his skill, his gift, and himself well enough to be able to give the right advice in Egypt so that Egypt will be positioned as a place of plenty even when the old world is empty. And it will preserve. You see, everything that God was doing then, he was doing it because of Jacob and his children. Because those were the covenant people. If God is looking for somebody to send to Egypt, if you know the story I'm talking about, the story of uh, Joseph, the dreamer in the Bible. Somebody who will be able to serve in slavery and serve with humility and excellence. Somebody that they will throw to, you know, on a platter of gold, an opportunity to fornicate. And he will turn back and say no. And will rather go to jail than to do it. Somebody that will get into jail and will be the chairman of the prison. Because the person becomes the person who directs everything there, all the affairs in the prison, and display high-level leadership skills. If God is looking for somebody to send to Egypt, he looks for a Joseph, or somebody who has portrayed himself as a vessel of, of honor. But I'm speaking to somebody here tonight, and somebody online, who may be saying, PG, I can't really see myself as a vessel of honor right now. In fact, I don't even have the confidence to preach the gospel to unsaved souls because I feel maybe I'm not really different from them. I'm only more religious. You know, there's some people like that. Yeah. If you ask the reason why they don't preach the gospel, it's because they know it's going to boomerang on them. Because the person you preach the gospel to will come and meet you and say, ah, this is not adding up. You just preach to me, but see what you are doing. That's the reason why some people don't preach the gospel. That's the reason why you don't talk to your colleagues about Jesus at work. Because when they bring a paper and say, let's falsify, you will still do it. And you know that will nullify what you have preached, so it's better I don't show myself, yeah, as a Christian. And so it's important for all of us to understand it, that even when we feel that way, there's a provision that has already been made for a change of use. If a man will purge himself of this thing, that's what the scripture says there. In verse 21, therefore, if anyone will cleanse or purge himself from the latter, he will be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Prepared for every good work. Look at your neighbor for me. Say, it's time to purge yourself. Say, it's time to cleanse yourself. Uh, so look at somebody else for me. Say, this is the time. Glory be to Jesus. Hebrews chapter 9. When you read from verse 11 of Hebrews chapter 9, in New King James Version, Hebrews chapter 9 from verse 11, it says, But Christ came as high priest of good things to come, with the, with, with the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, 
that is, not of this creation, not with the blood of goats and cows, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once and for all, having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of bulls and, and goats and ashes of ephah and sprinkling, I mean sprinkling the, the unclean, sanctified from, uh, for the purification of, of the flesh, how much more, look at that, that's where I'm going. He says, how much more, how much more shall the blood of Jesus, who through his eternal spirit, offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. This is where the change of use happened. When we allow the blood of Jesus to purge, to cleanse our conscience. Just like the scripture says in 2 Timothy, if a man will cleanse or purge himself of these things, then he will be made a vessel unto honor. There will be a change of use. Somebody who feels like, no, I cannot work with God like this. I can't serve God like this. I don't qualify. God qualifies the unqualified. Say amen, somebody. Yeah. He still specializes in qualifying the unqualified. Of ourselves, we cannot qualify. But when we yield to the power, the redemptive capacity of the blood of Jesus Christ is what yields that qualification, that change of use for us. And if there's anyone joined to this service tonight, you feel like something is dead in you. You feel like your passion uh, for, 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 you know, for righteousness, your passion for the kingdom of God, your passion for relevance in God, your passion for lost souls, this passion is gone. I want to encourage you tonight that in this month of August, there's an opportunity for you to turn things around, to really trust God, to rekindle something in your heart. That a change of use may actually happen. You know, what happens most of the time is that, that the devil has a way of leasing people. You know, like you lease or rent an apartment. The truth is that you are a vessel unto honor. But the devil can lease you if you so release yourself. <laughs> the way some people are looking at me, I'm <laughs> I feel like they're saying, what, Pastor, what do you mean? <laughs> See, the devil has a way of leasing people or renting out space in our hearts. In the Gospels, we have a situation where Peter was leased. Jesus was telling his disciples, I will, I will die for the world, you know, and all that. Peter looked at Jesus and rebuked him sharply and said, you will not die. Jesus looked at Peter, the same Peter, said, get it behind me, Satan. Yeah, said, the devil has leased this one. So let me, <laughs> let me, yeah. <laughs> because sometimes you, you need to be careful about who you listen to. Proximity is not the only qualification, uh, uh, the only thing that qualifies people uh, for your hearing. Jesus looked at Peter is my associate quite all right, but it looks like the devil has leased this one. Because what, is, what was coming from him was not sounding like revelation that should come from the Holy Spirit. Are you getting me today? I just use that as an example that the, the devil can lease people. And if there's anyone listening to me right now, 
Uh, maybe the things that you, you, you didn't used to pay attention to before. You know, sometimes I counsel people and somebody says, you know, Pastor, I've been married for five years. That's never crossed my mind that I will ever cheat on my spouse. But now, every day, every day, in fact, now uh, there's somebody at work. Uh, every time I look at him and he, he looks at me, we just, we just have chemistry. Which useless chemistry. Before the devil borrow you or lease you, you better... <laughs> You better ask yourself, am I a vessel unto honor or dishonor? And if it looks like there's a renter that's going on, reject it. Are you still with me tonight? Yeah. You reject it. And you see, as I wrap up tonight, I need somebody to understand something. That the moment you and I start to pay more attention to the reason for which we were made, the purpose of God for our lives, the moment we start to pay more attention to kingdom advancement issues, the moment we start to pay more attention to the things that bring glory to God, the devil cannot lose us again. Yeah, there's no space. You know, it's like you have like a sticker on, on your forehead saying no vacancy. Yeah. Colossians 3 and verse 6 says, uh, let, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, richly. When the word of God dwells in you richly, when you're thinking about the unsaved soul around your, your apartment, when you're thinking about your friend at work who is on a fast lane to hell and you, you've taken time to pray for that person, you know the way this person is going. This person is going to meet, you know, uh, the destroyer ahead. But you're praying for this person, a cousin, you know, a cousin who will call you all the time and, you know, and tell you the things that you don't want to hear. And you know that this person is as derailed. You take out time to pray for that person. You send them things that would, you know, steer their conscience. You can't be living like that and there will be vacancy in your own life for the devil. Yeah. But when you, you spend... 90 minutes, one and a half hours, chatting on WhatsApp with somebody who is talking nonsense and you are playing along. And you, you refuse to say, eh, eh, uh, excuse me, I don't have time for this. I'm a vessel unto honor. Then what you are saying is that there's vacancy. There's vacancy. Rental space available. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Rental space available. That's what you're saying. And you need to have that at the back of your mind that God wants to use you. Like we're emphasizing this month, your, your life should bring glory to God. Uh, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 uh, uh, and 17, it, 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 it says, um, uh, it said, when any man is in Christ, it's, it's a new creature. Yeah. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, it's a new creature. He said, all things have passed away and all things have, uh, he said, behold, all things have become new. But look at what he says in verse 18. He said, and, and, uh, and now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. What ministry do you have? Can I hear you better? Reconciliation. Yeah. Can somebody say after me, say, I have a ministry. Say, I've been called to the ministry of reconciliation. Say, God wants to use me as a vessel of honor, shining his light to other people around me, reconciling people back to the path of righteousness. Say a good amen, somebody. Amen. Yeah, that's my ministry. That's your ministry. I cannot focus on that ministry and there will be a rental space for the devil in my life because I've recognized myself as a real vessel unto honor. 
meat for the master's use, available for the master's use, suitable for the master's use, qualified for the master's use. That's who I am. That's who I am. That's who I am. And that's who we are as a people. That's who we are as elevation people, elevation family. That's who we are. Glory be to Jesus. That's who we are. And I need you to understand as I, as I wrap this up finally, that the moment things that are supposed to be alive are dying, then someone that's supposed to be a vessel unto honor becomes a vessel unto dishonor. For instance, the Bible talks about the fact that someone's conscience can be dead. You know, the scripture that we read here in Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 14, uh, uh, it talks about the blood of Christ. It said, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through his eternal spirit, offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works? When con somebody's conscience is dead or dying, you start to see dead works. That's what we call a seared conscience. And there are many people who are Christians but with seared conscience. Yeah. When a man inflicts violence on his wife and still comes to church and dance to praise and worship, his conscience is dead. Yeah. When a believer who is supposed to shine the light of Christ at work is the one organizing crime and corruption at work, that conscience is dead. When a believer that should leave, believe a young believer, whether male or female, that should believe in, in, in holiness and righteousness and that sex is only permitted in a covenant of marriage, give palliative to his or her conscience to say, we love each other. Or we are promised that we are going to marry each other. But we are not married, we only promise until the contract is signed, we have not married. You know, the word says, enjoy yourself. Jesus says, deny yourself, carry your cross and follow me. If you really want to be a fully devoted follower of Jesus Christ, a disciple, you must learn to deny yourself. That's what qualifies us as vessels unto honor. We cannot listen to the world. We are not of this world. We are only in this world. Amen, somebody. The world says, enjoy yourself. Have fun. Jesus says, deny yourself. And Paul, in one of his writings, says, all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient or necessary. All things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. So from time to time, we need to tell ourselves the own truth. Am I living a life that is purely based on enjoyment? Or am I living a life of a disciple, which is a life of denier? Because sometimes I need to deny myself of certain things to be able to be a vessel unto honor. And when some things are dying that are supposed to be alive, I stop denying myself of such things. I stop denying myself of such things. When a believer can no longer fast, except there's a problem. You know, some people, they, they don't fast except there's a problem. Yeah. Whereas fasting is supposed to be a spiritual discipline, 
that happens consistently in the life of a believer. Once a week, once every two weeks, or you know, once a month, three times a month, there has to be a regularity to the practice of self-denial. Fasting does not move God. It changes you. Yeah. Fasting changes me and changes my disposition towards revelation knowledge and towards God. It doesn't do anything to God. Whether you fast or not, God will answer your prayer. But when you fast, you know God better. You are more receptive to what he's saying. You know, your, your spiritual antenna becomes sharper because you are denying yourself. Yeah. You are denying yourself of your necessary meal. We practice self-denial in fasting, for instance. And when somebody cannot fast, the person is not likely to be able to deny himself of sexual pleasure. If you cannot practice with inconsequentials, you will fall for the consequential. Are you still with me today? Yeah. Nobody ever dies for skipping, skipping a meal or two before. At least not an adult. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. Yeah. So if I cannot practice that, not because I'm in trouble, but because I just want to practice self-denial. I'm emphasizing this thing tonight, maybe just because of one or two people that need to reorder their lives and reorder their schedule and allow God to use them. Because you will never get to a point where God will be telling you that person needs a word from God. I'm sending you to preach to that person. But just tell this person to slow down because danger is ahead. It's when you start to live a life of denial that you qualify and position yourself to be used that way. As we talk a lot more this month about soul winning, about God using us, please prepare yourself. Focus on how God is going to count you worthy as a vessel unto honor that is, that, that, you know, that is special, that is honorable, and that God can use. Lastly tonight, as we pray, we'll pray for the resurrection power of Jesus to come on some people here, whether here physically or online. In John 11 and verse 25, Jesus introduced a dimension of him to Miriam Martha. One of the sisters has said, Master, if you had come earlier, maybe our brother would not have died. And Jesus said, whoever believes in me, though he's dead, shall come alive. Yeah. And, you know, before he said that, the first thing he said to them was that when he said, don't worry, it will rise again, Mary said, yeah, I know, at the resurrection on the last day. And Jesus in verse 25 introduced himself. He said, I am, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live again. So if there's any conscience that is dead here, if there's anyone here whose joy has died, if there's anyone whose passion for God and for his kingdom, passion for soul is dead. As we pray tonight, there shall be resurrection. I said there shall be resurrection. I said there shall be resurrection. Stand on your feet, everyone. Stand on your feet, everyone. Stand on your feet, everyone. Lift your two hands to Jesus. Lift your two hands to Jesus. Lift your two hands to Jesus. Everyone joining us from home, from the office, from your car, from the train, wherever you are, in the bus. I wanted to just, just begin to worship the Lord tonight. It's time to pray. It's time to pray. And I, I wanted to just begin to worship the Lord tonight. Will you start out tonight by just saying thank you, Jesus, for bringing me into this new month. Thank you, Jesus, uh, for the last seven months of, 
the year 2021. Thank you for everything that you're doing in my life. The Bible says we should be anxious for nothing, but in everything through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, we should make our request known unto God. I want you to just go ahead and just thank him and just appreciate him and just bless him, just bless him, just bless him. Bless him for all that he's doing in your life. Bless him. Will somebody remember an object of gratitude to our God tonight? I don't know. It may be your family. It may be your job. It may be, uh, you know, a financial breakthrough that you got not too long ago. It may be your child. Whatever is the object of gratitude that you have tonight. Uh, for somebody here, it's just like, God, thank you. Thank you for, for giving me a job. For somebody here, it's just, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you that I still have uh, a place to lay my, uh, my head to rest. I don't know what your object of gratitude is tonight. For somebody, it's just thank you. Thank you, Lord, for my friend. Thank you for, for giving me a good friend. Thank you for giving me a friend that is closer to a brother. Uh, I don't know what your object of gratitude is tonight, but I want you to lift your voice to Jesus and just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this in my life. Thank you for that in my life. Father, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my spouse. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my children. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for everyone you surround me with. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you always meeting me at every point of need. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Will you bless the Lord tonight? Will you bless the Lord tonight? Just bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Let him know that you're present in the midst of his people. Wherever you are tonight, lift your voice to him. Lift your voice to him and say thank you. Lift your voice to him and say thank you. Somebody's thanking God for health. Go ahead and do it very well. Go ahead and do it very well. Go ahead and do it very well. The psalmist says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Will you go ahead and just bless him tonight? Don't forget any of his benefits. 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 Benefit. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. For all the good things that he does in your life. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. And bless his name. Thank him 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 and bless his name. Father, we bless your name. Lord, we bless your name. We give you glory and we give you praise. We give you glory and we give you praise. We celebrate you tonight and we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We thank you for all that you do in our lives. God of all flesh, Father of all spirit, we give you glory and we give you praise. We give you glory and we give you praise. Can I have the music ministers up? Yeah. Glory be to Jesus. I want us to sing that song that says, You deserve it, Lord. You deserve it all. You deserve the glory. <laughs> Sometimes I just take them by surprise like that. I hope somebody knows this song. Okay, let's do it. You deserve it. Lift your two hands to him. Yeah. All of the glory belongs to him. Yes, you deserve it, Lord. Lift your hands wherever you are tonight and worship with us.
those hands to him wave those hands to him all over this place father we bless your name lord you deserve it you deserve everything you deserve everything all of our glory and all of our praise you deserve everything you deserve everything we bless your name jesus we bless your name jesus in the precious name of jesus Sitting in the attitude of worship, I want to lead us as we do something, as we pray tonight. Can you please put up for me on the screen Psalm 139? Psalm 139 from verse 13. Psalm 139. Psalm 139 from verse 13. Glory be to Jesus. We're going to read this together all the way to verse 17. And I want you to. We're praying tonight, and I want you to be able to open your heart to this. This is a psalm of David. David was a man with a lot of ups and downs in his life. Even sometimes the devil rented space in his heart. You know, you know his episode with Bathsheba and all that. Uh, 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 but I needed to understand something tonight, that when you approach God, and, and you're so plain to God like this, you'll be able to play, you know, to pray, say, God, search me. Such my heart, such my inward part. Can we read this psalm together from verse 13? One, two, go. For you formed my inward part. You covered me in my mother's womb. Verse 14. I will praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. And that my soul knows very well. Verse 15. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest part of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they were written, they were all written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. Verse 17, how precious, 
all your thoughts towards me. Oh God, how great is the sum of them. Glory be to Jesus. Lift your two hands to Jesus tonight. I say, Father, I yield my heart to you tonight afresh. Search me, true and true. David said, you know my inward parts. He said, you know my frame, even when I was yet unformed. Even when I was just liquid in my mother's womb. You know, uh, you, you know my frame. You know everything. Where can I hide from your presence, oh God? Where can I hide from your presence, oh God? Will somebody pray tonight and say, Father, search me true and true. I want to be a vessel unto honor. I want to be a vessel, a real vessel unto honor. And Lord, do a new work in my life tonight. That should be the prayer of your heart. Will you yield yourself to him knowing that you cannot hide anything from God? Yeah, you cannot hide anything from him. The Bible says, it's high, see everything. It's high, see everything. It's high, see everything. His eyes see everything. I want you to lift your voice, wherever you're joining this service from tonight, and just tell God, Lord, I open up myself to you afresh tonight. I want to be a vessel unto honor. Search my inward path. If there's any unrighteousness in me, uh, lead me in the path of life and in the path of understanding. Uh, tonight, somebody uh, uh, plead the blood of Jesus. As in anticipation, as we partake of the communion tonight, say everything that is dead in my conscience. Lord, put my conscience, claim, cleanse my conscience from dead works. In the name of Jesus, I want to live a life of a vessel unto honor, a life that is pleasing unto you. Somebody praying the Holy Ghost, praying understanding tonight. Ye karande le kuso suto pre angre nuko shoot. Ye kra angre nuko to korodogobosha. Ye kronologobosh. Ibranen le gusho tu ye kende rede gebo shota. Tell him, Lord, tonight, sat my inward part. Sat my inward part. I yield myself to you afresh. I yield myself, my waking moment, my sleeping moment, my thoughts and my desires. Somebody, will you lay your desires before him tonight? And says, Father. Father, help me to separate the wheat from the shaft tonight. Whatever desire in my heart that is not aligned with your will and your purpose. I, I lay my desire and my aspirations before you tonight. And I say, Father, rearrange my priorities. Rearrange my desires. Whatever is a prominent desire in my heart that doesn't align with your will and your purpose. Tonight, I give you permission, Father. Suck me true and true. Cleanse my heart. Cleanse my heart, oh God. Cleanse my heart, O oh God. Mambre neke lebrondo luko shute yende. Ye karande le gebo shatia. A krande ligerende like suso tokorodo gobosha. E krondo logobosa. Ye kranda like suso tokorodo gobosha. A kanda raduko suso tokorodo gobosha. E mbrane liko tuto korondo. Ye marundo korodo gobosha. Meke teke sese teke rede gebosha. Maranda gashuto korodo gobosa. Marande like suso tokra angre nike like bosh ye kente kere de gebosh mambra na la karada gabayaba e karondo lugo shuto yende lekra duko suso tokaya enga luko rondo lobro dike suso to ye kandaranda like bosha ye kende lekere de gebosh ye kandorodo gorodo gososo tokoshodo mambre neke luko shuto lift your voice to him tonight 
search me true and true. If there's any unrighteousness in me, uh, Karanda Legebosha, Lord, uh, lead me in the path of righteousness for, for your name's sake. Uh, check my desires, check my aspirations, check my ambitions. In the name of Jesus, tonight I seek divine alignment with your will and your purpose. I want to be indeed a vessel unto honor uh, that is separated for the master's use. Uh, Karande Lege worship. Who shall go for us? Who shall we send? That's the question that God is always asking. Will somebody say tonight, Lord, here I am, find me faithful. Here I am, use me. Here I am, use me. Here I am, use me. Here I am, find me faithful. Here I am, find me faithful. 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 Lebra deke shotokra angre le kiso sotoko yebosha. Mambra noko lupre ide like suso toko yende. Akala karadaga boshete yende. Ekende redege bosha. Find me faithful, Father. Find me faithful, Lord. Find me faithful, Lord. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. I said in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Psalm 29 and verse number 5. Can you put it on the screen for me? Psalm 29 and verse number 5. It says, The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The, yes, the Lord splinters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes them also skip like cows. Lebanon and Syrian like a young wild ox. Look at verse 7. It says, The voice of the Lord divides the flame of fire. Verse 8 says, The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. Verse 9 says, The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth. That means when God speaks, there can be a new beginning. There can be a divine release. Are you still with me tonight? He said, and strip the forest bare, and in his temple, everyone says glory. Tonight, as we pray, I want you to position to hear his voice like never before. That in the month of August, the voice of the Lord will come to you. It will break barriers. It will break cedars. It will divide the flame. It will cause the bear or the deer to bring forth. Are you still with me tonight? In John 11, they approached, I mean, they sent message to Jesus. They said, Lazarus, your friend, is sick. Jesus took a bit more time and he said, Lazarus, your friend is now dead. When Jesus would tell his disciples, he said, our friend Lazarus is asleep. Let us go and wake him up. In life, you know, metaphorically, there are two situations that people can find themselves ritually. Or maybe three. Zida, you are alive and well spiritually. You are asleep or dead. But wherever you find yourself spiritually, what makes the difference all the time is the voice of God. 
you know, there's a, there's, there's, a, there's a voice that can wake you up from your sleep. And for somebody here tonight, you have to wake up from that sleep. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but God knows you. You need to wake up from that sleep. And for somebody here tonight, Jesus is calling you out from the tomb. That place where your joy has been buried. That place where your passion has been buried is coming out tonight. As we partake of the communion table, the voice of God will turn that into people's heart here tonight. In the name of Jesus. Will you lift your two hands to Jesus tonight and say in the name of Jesus, I open up my heart to hear the voice of God like never before. In the name of the Lord Jesus, lift your voice and begin to pray right now. Say, Father, in any aspect of life where I must sleep, in the name of Jesus, I receive divine life tonight. I receive divine life. I receive divine life. Check yourself tonight in any area where, where it looks like your passion is dead, where passion for soul is dead, passion for righteousness is dead, passion for the name of Jesus is dead. The psalmist says, I was glad when they say unto me, let us go into the house of God. Where the passion for the house of God is dead. For somebody listening to me tonight, it may be the passion uh, for marital bliss that is dead. You don't care again. However this marriage goes, let it go. Will you pray tonight? Lord, rekindle a passion for marital bliss in my heart. Rekindle a passion. Rekindle a passion. Somebody here tonight, you, you, your passion for that business is dead. Now you say what will be, will be. But there was a time where you were running and trying to make things happen in that same business. Will you pray tonight, Father, rekindle this passion, passion to, to bring you glory through my business life. Will you rekindle that passion for me tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus? I will not throw in the towel. I will not give up. The same way Jesus did not give up on Lazarus. And tonight, somebody, just the same way Jesus cried out at the tomb of Lazarus, Lazarus, come forth. Will you begin to speak to your joy, speak to your peace, speak, you know, to that passion for, for that divine accomplishment. Will you speak to it tonight and say, come forth, come forth. You will no longer be stranded in the name of the Lord Jesus. Will you break the hold of every form of stagnation in the name of the Lord Jesus? Whatever may have been buried in the tomb, tonight we speak to it. We command it to come forth. We command it to come forth. That academic career that is now buried in the tomb, we command you resurrect in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he's dead, shall yet come alive. Will you speak to that marriage and that passion to see that marriage work out, to see that relationship work out? Will you speak to that passion tonight? God is resurrecting passions. Every dead dream, every dead aspiration, that is in alignment with the will of God for your life. We speak to them tonight in the name of Jesus. Every dream that aligns with God's purpose, God's plans, every dream that will bring God glory in your life, 
that may be dead or asleep in the name of Jesus we speak to such dreams tonight to come alive to come alive to come alive in the name of Jesus we speak to dead dreams we speak to dry bones to come alive in the name of Jesus we speak to every dead dream hear the voice of the Lord the voice of God that breaks the cedars of Lebanon Ah, we speak to every dead dream we speak to joy that is buried come out in the name of Jesus somebody tonight you are coming out of the pit of depression in the name of Jesus out of the pit of negative emotion you are coming out, you are coming out you are a vessel unto honor not a vessel unto dishonor and you are coming out you're coming out in the name of the Lord Jesus. You come out of that pit of depression in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody lift your voice tonight. Speak to everything, everything that can hear. They're hearing the voice of God tonight. Hearing the voice of God tonight. Something is waking up. Something is resurrecting. Something is waking up. Something is resurrecting. The psalmist asks a question Why are you downcast, oh my soul? He said, Put your hope in God. Somebody speak to your soul tonight. Uh, speak to your soul tonight speak life speak a resurrection whatever may be dying whatever may be sleeping uh, will you wake them up tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus why are you downcast oh my soul he said put your hope in God somebody declare tonight uh, depression is disallowed uh, anything that still peace that speaks joy uh, that steals joy they are disallowed Ah, in the name of the Lord Jesus, uh, we speak, we speak to anything that is dying. Every dream, every vision, every aspiration, we command the resurrection in the name of the Lord Jesus. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Issue a command tonight. Declare life, declare resurrection. Uh, speak into situations, speak into circumstances. Somebody speak to that organ in the body. Speak life to that organ. That organ is coming alive. It's coming alive. It's coming alive in the name of the Lord Jesus. It's coming alive. That career is coming alive again. That business is coming alive again. Speak life tonight. Speak life tonight. The resurrection and the life is here tonight. Jesus, the resurrection and the life is here with us tonight. Wherever you are, joining this service from, and I need to declare, declare over every situation, declare over every circumstances. Don't let this moment pass you by. Don't let this moment pass you by. The power of life and death Ah, it's in your tongue. It's right there in your tongue. And I need to declare tonight. Declare life. Speak life. Speak life. Speak life. Speak life. 
speak life. Jesus cried out with a loud voice. He said, take away the stone. And he said, Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus, come forth. Will you speak life? Speak life. Speak life. Speak life tonight. Man, bring the kelegebo shataya. Eh, karondo lucro duko shoote yende. Eh, brande le kuso suto karende legebo sha. Man, kalekro duko suso teke yembo. Thank you, Father. Father, we bless your name. Father, we bless your name. Father, we bless your name. Before we partake of the communion tonight. I just have this word for someone and we're going to say a final prayer. In John 11 and verse 13. Or maybe I should read from uh, okay, I'm going to say verse 38. But let me read from verse 33. The Bible says, therefore, in verse 33 of John 11, therefore when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? You know, sometimes we get into situations in life with things that have been written off. And I want to give somebody an opportunity tonight before we wrap up this prayer. Perhaps to speak to certain things that have been written off. Jesus asked the question, where, where have you laid him? Where is the place? So they took him there. And in verse 38, then Jesus again groaned in himself and uh, came to the, to the tomb. It was a cave. And a stone laid against it. You know, what, what was the attitude there was not the attitude of people who believe in resurrection. Because the moment they heard Jesus was coming, they didn't have to wait for him to say, take away the stone. They should have prepared, take, you know, take away the stone, you know, before he asked, where have you laid him? This is where he is. But the attitude was that, no, this is, this is gone. You know, there's a, there's, there's a way sometimes we view death as finality, and sometimes it's not final. Sometimes you feel, you, you see death of a relationship, of a business, of a situation, and you, you finalize it in your mind, and God is saying, it's not final. It's not final. That's why Jesus called it sleep. Because nobody puts a note of finality on, on sleep. So when you see some death situation, you should have the boldness to call it sleep. Especially if you know that God is not done. God is not done. God is not done. And I'm speaking to somebody frustrated about you know, an exam or professional qualification, I just wanted to know, I'm speaking to you by the Spirit tonight, that God is not done. Yeah, so God is not done. Take away that stone. Forget about the shame. You know why, why it was difficult for them to take away the stone? When you take away the stone for somebody who has been dead over three days, there will be a stench. But when they took away this stone, there was no stench. There was no record of stench. Before there could be any stench, the one who was supposed to be smelling was already out. The reason why people don't like to revisit things that look dead is because of shame. Tonight, as we wrap up this prayer session, I need you to lift your two hands to Jesus. Any situation in your life, 
that you have written off. Maybe you didn't even speak about it when we're talking. Maybe it's because of shame or because of anything. The, same, the word in my spirit was that word from Jesus where he says, show me where you lay him. And when he got there, he said, take away the stone. And then he spoke. There are certain things that you need to take away the stone from tonight. Yeah. And it's between you and God. Whether you are here, live or online, it's between you and God. Is there a stone that you need to take away? Somebody, I'm speaking to you tonight. That marriage is dead. It may not be the same marriage, but God wants to beautify your marital destiny again. Before you write yourself off that it's not somebody like me that can be married again. God is visiting you again. All you need is to locate where you bury that thing. Because when you go to the root of it, you will find the things that are not in place that should be in place. Will you lift your hands tonight? Say, Father, show me anything, any situation that is asleep and not dead. Give me your perspective. Let me not call death what you call sleep. Somebody tonight, as you pray that prayer, see God opening your eyes to see the different situations that God is calling sleep and you are calling death. Yeah. I want you to pray tonight. Lord, whatever you are calling sleep, let me not call it death. In the name of the Lord, wherever you are not done, let me not put a full stop where you have put a comma. Let me not put a full stop where you have put a comma. Let that be the prayer of your heart tonight. As you pray that prayer, the Holy Ghost is opening your heart to see, to understand the different places where God wants you to trust Him and keep speaking and keep speaking. Because something is about to break loose. Something is about to break loose. Something is about to break loose. Because your Lazarus will rise again. Let him know tonight, say, Father, help me to see. Help me to see. You know, there's that song that says, help me to see me the way you see me. <laughs> help me to see every situation the way you see that situation. Help me to see every situation the way you see that situation. Sometimes I see pain where you have seen victory. Sometimes I'm seeing death where you see a sleep. Jesus, I give you permission to wake up anything in my life that is asleep or dead but in your own calendar they're supposed to be alive thank you Jesus help me to see yes the way you see Lift your hands to Jesus. You see me victorious. 
your two hands with me all over this place everyone online Lord tonight we ask that you open our eyes help us to believe that we are what you see you see us healed you see us victorious you see me faithful you see me fruitful you see me alive and well and tonight we choose to believe your report rather than believing the report of the enemy so we speak to anything that is dead or asleep that must be alive and well in your own prophetic calendar for our lives as we partake of the communion tonight we declare that your life is released to everyone under the influence of this service and we declare and prophesy tonight the dead bones will come alive. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we declare tonight that your life is bringing someone out of the pit of depression. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we declare tonight that an organ that is dying comes alive. We declare tonight that the relationship that is dying com comes alive. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We declare tonight. That anything that is asleep or dead. Hears your voice tonight. And resurrects. Wave your hands to him and bless him tonight. And just bless him. Just bless him. Just bless him. Father we thank you. Father we bless your name. We give you glory and we give you praise. We give you glory and we give you praise. For anyone at home, everyone at home joining us tonight, if you want to partake of the communion with us, I want you to gather the communion materials together as we partake of the communion. And for everyone in the auditorium, you'll be served the communion just in a minute. And as we await our ministers to serve us the communion, ministers, can you give me a minute? Just a minute before you serve the communion. I'd love to pray for anyone tonight, whether you are here live, you're at home, you're in the office, you're in transit, but you're joined to this service, and in your heart of heart, you know that you need to make peace with your maker. Maybe you gave your life to Christ before, but you backslid into sin, or you've never said a prayer to give your life to Christ before. I'd love to pray for you tonight. Just before we partake of the communion, I'd love to pray for you tonight. 
and then we seal it with the communion. If you're not born again, or maybe you gave your life to Christ before, but you backslid into sin, I want to give you an opportunity to be reconciled with your maker tonight. If you're right here in the auditorium, while all heads are bowed, can I ask that you lift your right hand above your head so that I can know you're praying with me and I'm going to pray for you. If you're online on any of our platforms, can I ask that you go uh, to the comment section or the chat room and just let us know I'm giving my life to Christ or I'm rededicating my life to Christ and I'll pray with you. Just the same way I'm praying for everyone here who is making a decision. If you're right here, can you lift your right hand above your head uh, and just let me know that you're praying with me tonight. I'm rededicating my life to Jesus. I'm giving my life to Jesus. Just lift your right hand above your head and let me know you're praying with me. Thank you for that hand. Thank you for that hand. Thank you for that hand. If your hand is up, I want you to just say after me. And if you're online also, I want you to just say after me. Say, Lord Jesus, say tonight, I come to you. I ask that you forgive me my sins and that you cleanse me from every unrighteousness. Say, I receive you as my Lord and my personal Savior. Thank you for accepting me just the way I am. Fill my heart with your spirit and give me a new beginning with you. Say, I pledge my life to you to love you and serve you the remaining days of my life. I ask that you guide me and lead me in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. In Jesus' name. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for everyone saying a prayer with me tonight. Everyone in this physical garden and everyone joining online, we ask, Lord, let your hand of grace and peace and mercy rest upon them. Guide their steps. Order their steps. Keep them that they may not fall away from your presence again. And we thank you for your power of grace that is at work in a new dimension in their lives from this moment forward. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' precious name, amen. If you're online and you just said a prayer with me, I want you to, like I said before, get into the chat room. Let us know you just made a decision uh, whether to rededicate your life to Christ or to give your life to Christ. Our ministers are there and they would love uh, to connect with you and send you some materials uh, that you can download digitally if you let us know uh, that you just said a prayer. And if you're here live, our ministers must have put a card in your hand. I want you to fill that card with accurate information. Please make sure you, you give it to us before you go tonight. We'd love to connect with you and be of help in any way that we can towards your spiritual development. Praise God. I said praise God. Are we ready to partake of the communion tonight? All right, if you already have uh, your, the communion materials, I want you to uh, um, open, open it up right now. Uh, if you are at home, I want you to get those materials around you as we pray as we pray uh, uh, you know as, 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 we, as we pray over the communion materials tonight praise God I said praise God if you're right here in the auditorium I want you to know that you, you have to open it twice to be able to get the wafer out and then you'll be able to access uh, uh, the the wine on, on, on the bottom part of the package. Praise God. Can we all rise as we partake of the communion tonight? Can we all rise, please? Can we stand as we partake of the communion? Lord, in the name of Jesus, you said in your word that we should do this in remembrance of you, of your finished work on the cross of Calvary. You said, whoever partake of my flesh 
as my life in him. So tonight we declare that this is your body that was broken for us and your blood that was shed for us. We ask that your blessing rest upon every material in everyone's hand. Every material presented before you tonight in far, uh, you know, far and near, wherever people are joining this service from, we ask that your breath rest, rest upon these materials. As you partake of this, we receive your life afresh into our being, into all the circumstances surrounding our lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we declare tonight that that same life that brought Lazarus out of the dead rest upon everyone that will partake of the communion tonight. We declare that this is your body that was broken for us and your blood that was shed for us. As we partake of it tonight, let your life search through our being. Let sicknesses be healed now in the name of Jesus Christ. Let negative emotions disappear. Pull someone out of the pit of depression. Let an end come to every oppression of familiar spirits. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Let everything that may be sleeping or dead in our lives that should be awake right now resurrect in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you and we bless your name in Jesus' precious name. Go ahead and partake. Go ahead and partake. Open the eyes of my heart I want to see you Oh, I want to see you Say open the eyes of my heart Father, we thank you tonight. We ask that you accept our worship, our praise, and all of our supplications. We thank you for our standing testimonies of things that only you can do in the life of your people. In the precious name of Jesus. Somebody who is blessed tonight, can you put your hands together and celebrate Jesus? Please, you may have your seat. You may have your seat. Praise God. Before I take my seat tonight, I just want to pray 
uh, with us as we give to God tonight. I want you to package your offerings if you are here uh, in in-person gathering and you want to give cash or check or any form of fiscal giving. You have uh, envelopes in the pocket of the seats in front of you or behind you. Uh, our preference is that you give electronically and the different ways we give uh, are now being displayed on the screen. Uh, if you're joining us online, you can make use of any of the opportunities displayed on the screen for you to give. Uh, our primary way of giving is through the giving platform on our website, elevationenergy.org forward slash giving, uh, with which you can give with any of your cards. If you live in Nigeria and you want to give tonight, you can use any of the three banks on the screen, uh, whether wire transfer, the bank hub, or the USSD code. And uh, if you love to give in other currencies, the details for such giving is also on the screen. Uh, let us pray together. Our Father, we thank you for the opportunity to give to you tonight. We receive a blessing over every giver. And we ask, Father, that you accept our seed, our tithe, our offerings, and every form of seed in your people's hand. Accept it as our worship. Let it bring glory to you. Father, as we play our part in the furtherance of your gospel here on earth, through giving, we ask that you look favorably over every giver. Let your grace, your mercy, and your favor rest upon the work of our hand. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let the heavens open over us, meet us at every point of need, and let there be no lack in our lives. We thank you, everlasting Father, in Jesus' precious name. And somebody say, believe, believe in amen. All right, uh, let's, let's welcome Pastor Sheon as he gives us some notices before we bring the service to an end and also welcome the guests. Please, let's make him welcome. I'm sure you want to do better than that for such a powerful, powerful ministration in words and prayer. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of today's service. I want to actually appreciate everyone who has joined us online. But as we do every service, we have a number of special people in the house. If you are here for the very first time, whether here at our broadcast center or online, we want to warmly, warmly welcome you. And we'd like you to please raise up your hand. Just wave your hand wherever you are seated in the auditorium. And right there in the chat room, you can just indicate we have a gift for you online. We have a gift for you in in-house. Elevation Church, if you're welcome, if you're appreciating our guests, please let's do it very warmly. Are you, are you waving your hand? Are you waving your hand? If you're there, you want to stand on your feet. We just want to recognize you specially. Just give us, just stand on your feet for just a few seconds. And if you're watching us on Facebook, on YouTube, please go to the chat room and let someone know. Our officials are there waiting to identify you and send you a gift for worshiping with us for the first time today. Thank you so much. God bless you. You may please have your seat. Praise the Lord. All right, uh, you just begin, you, you've been given a, a, a welcome pack that has a gift in it. Uh, right in that pack, we also have our guest information card. We'd like you to please fish out that card right away and fill it with accurate information. There's a pen attached to it. And if you are watching online, uh, a, a guest, for, a guest uh, information form has also been sent on the comment section of the, uh, uh, of, the, of the channel you are watching us from. We'd like you to please uh, give us your details. We have a vibrant online church. So you are just not one of the people in the crowd. We have a, a plan for you to reach out to you wherever you may be 
upon the face of the heart. We'd like to put a gift in your hand. We'd like to get to know you better. We'd like to minister to you on an individual basis and to, and to use, and we trust that God will use us to, be a, to make a difference in your life. And the calling that God has given us is to make greatness common. And as you journey with us, we believe that your greatness will emerge really and it will express itself practically in your life in the mighty name of Jesus Please, please uh, continue to worship with us. We look forward to seeing you again and again here at, at the auditorium and or, or whether you are online, if you are outside of anywhere that you have an elevation church. Please, uh, 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 let's just put our hands together again for our guests, both here uh, at our broadcast center and online. Let's do it very warmly. Let's do it very warmly, elevation church. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you for that. Amen. All right, right away, we'll release our online audience. Uh, we are going to watch uh, a, 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 a video announcement. We have a few announcements for you, and uh, we'll bid you farewell from there. And then we'll, we'll hope to see you again next week uh, for another powerful time at our midweek event called Switch. Elevation Church. What a great time it has been in God's presence today. You are specially invited to worship with us this Sunday, either in person or online. Please note that for crowd control purposes, you're required to book your seat in advance if you prefer the in-person service. Our registration portal opens every Friday at 12 noon via elevationng.org forward slash book your seats. Our online morning prayers, Ignite, continues tomorrow through Friday at 6 a.m. GMT plus one on Facebook, Zoom, and Mixlr. God is answering prayers, filling us with testimonies and changing lives daily as we pray. So invite all your family and friends. Join the vibrant and loving G-Squad, our volunteer workforce today. There are over 30 units in which you can serve and be served by God. It's simple now as we have two virtual options on Zoom, elevationng.org forward slash techi or the LMS self-learning pathways, learning.elevationng.org. Please note that you must have completed membership class to sign up for either option. After registration, you will receive a confirmation. This is a special message from the Tech High team. If you receive a link for a class and you miss the class, please note that the link is still valid until you have attended that class. For instance, you receive a link to attend 200 level on the 7th of August. If you miss the class and are available to attend on the 21st, do not wait for another link. Kindly engage the class with the link you receive. Fresh classes hold first and third Saturdays, whereas continuation holds second and fourth Saturdays of every month. If you've got kids aged 12 and younger, please be reminded that our Vacation Bible School started today and you can still register your kids either in person at the PCs Conference Center, Lecky or online. Themed Lava Lava Luau, Controlling Emotions. The kids will learn how to keep their cool when things get hot. The Bible School features in-depth Bible study, arts and crafts, practical etiquette classes, character building activities, worship curriculum, and a praise party on the last day. For more information and registration, please visit elevationng.org forward slash VBS. Kids Club at the Hub is here again. The theme is Grow Up Game On, during which we will learn to make great choices, manage the outcomes of our decisions. Key activities include Bible study focused on having a relationship with Jesus as a friend, developing social and leadership skills, learn new skills such as baking and cooking, coding, website building and design, 
blogging and content creating, fashion design and sewing class, photography, music, and lots more. It will run for three weeks from 9th to the 27th of August at the Pistis Hub, Maryland from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily. Early drop-off starts from 7 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. and late pickup can be arranged. Registration costs 15,000 Naira per child per week and this includes meals. For more details, please visit the link now displayed. This is an exciting one, the Business Empowerment Session by the existing and aspiring entrepreneurs cluster of the Business and Career Hub is receiving entries from those who are currently unemployed due to the impact of the pandemic and the state of the economy. The goal is to reskill them and equip them with the capacity to fend for and cater for themselves. The second category comprises those who owned and ran businesses that were negatively affected by the pandemic. The goal for this group is to resource them accordingly to get their businesses back on track. Kindly tell us a bit more about a business to aid us in preferring the appropriate actions. We also have the third category comprising those who need funding for their businesses as funds will be made available accordingly. Entry closes tomorrow, Thursday, 5th August 2021. Kindly fill out the Google form now displayed to enable us to know what skill you would like to acquire. Beyond that, in this month of being unashamed of the gospel of Christ, we go all out to win souls online using your social media platforms and physically by engaging people around you with tracts and materials made available. Simply commit to our star witness task to win a soul per week for the next three months. We will also have our unashamed evangelism at all expressions on Saturday 14th August. Please visit the mission stand and elevationng.org forward slash missions for more details. Do you have family-related concerns that threaten the peace in your home? Or any family life counseling need? We have a rich pool of family life counselors who are professionally trained in marriage, relationship, parenting, and other family-related matters. And they are just a click away. Please do not do life alone. Simply go to elevationng.org forward slash counseling or send an email to counseling at elevationng.org and someone will reach out to you. Our small groups are tailored to cater to diverse interests and vocations. Please visit connectgroup.elevationng.org to join anyone that suits you. For further assistance, you can send an email to smallgroups at elevationng.org. That's not all. We also have an online community where you can thrive. Simply visit onlinechurch.elevationng.org, subscribe, engage, get counsel, pray, and make friends. You can also reach us on WhatsApp via the number now displayed. For more details and other information, kindly follow us on all our social media handles and turn on your notifications to receive prompt updates about all our events. Stay focused and keep growing in faith. See you in church on Sunday. God bless you.